Season 9, Episode 14 of The Walking Dead, titled Scars. And there may be some scars after this episode. That makes this Talking Walking Dead. Welcome to it. Talking Walking Dead with myself, Jason Buttrill, and Maximus Fisher. IMDb description and Outsider's Arrival forces Alexandria to rehash devastating old wounds. Eye-opening secrets from the past are revealed. So, before we get into uh, into the actual, what we thought of the episode, a lot happened in the episode that I thought was, was interesting. I mean, we talked last week about Daryl at the Gate. Um, it wasn't necessarily Michonne that wasn't letting Daryl in. It was the other Dingleberries, right? It was Aaron and other people because Michonne was like, and you didn't let him in. So I, I eased up my, my, uh, complaint of her with Daryl at the gate. Cause they should just open the gate for him. It's Daryl open the freaking gate. Yeah. That, but I trust Daryl. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause of course yeah. that's yes, of course. And then, uh, we were supposed to, and did find out about the D section, uh, scar, which uh, is a questionable outcome uh, for many. We had uh, the uh, Michonne and Negan uh, battle, which I thought was really good. I enjoyed that very much uh, with uh, Michonne uh, questioning Negan about Judith. And Negan's like, get off me. <laughs> I'm, I'm just telling her the way it is. Maybe you ought to. And then uh, we did get uh, we we were still setting up Michonne leaving uh, throughout the episode. Um, no no question about that. There you know bits and pieces of Michonne struggling and leaving. Now that having been said, and we also find out that uh, the uh, whispers at the end of the episode, the whispers see uh, what's her face going into the kingdom, Lydia going into the kingdom. Yeah. So we know that uh, you know they're setting up. Uh, the whisperers uh, showing up to the fair, <laughs> mm-hmm. which will be fun. I can't wait for be. that. It should be fun. Now, that having been said, <laughs> I was waiting. I'm just for keeping that. quiet. That having been recap. said, uh, with the, just a gentle recap of episode 14, we've got a couple left. Um, at the end of the episode last night, I thought, well, you know, okay. It was all right. <laughs> I, was, I was all right. And then the more I thought about it, the more I thought, oh, it really wasn't all right. Because I did expect more from the D section story. This episode sucked. Okay. Uh, sorry, I can't hold it anymore. Oh, we were waiting. We were waiting for that. <laughs> this was the worst episode I've ever seen of The Walking Dead. It wasn't that. Bar wo- none. Are you sure? Was it worse than the Terra episode? I don't even remember the Terra episode, but I'm gonna say yes, it was worse than the Terra. If you episode. don't remember the Terra episode, then by definition, yeah, the whole the whole Terra episode the was pretty episode bad. In season remember seven. in the in the LGBTQ community episode? Oh, where she went to go? Uh, she was on the island. Lure them over. Yeah, yeah, this was, was worse. This than her. That. Okay, this is worse. I don't than know that. about that. I don't know that I can go that far. This was. I saw it. There was an article today that said. Walking Dead and AMC air one of the most traumatic episodes yeah. ever. Well, yeah. no, I, I still think that's season seven, episode one, but 
Over the weekend, uh, prior to the show, we got all kinds of uh, why you need to watch tonight's episode. I was pumped. Um, I was, too. I mean, uh, Gail Ann Hurd, uh, one of the executive producers of Fear and has done a couple of movies that I love. Um, she, uh, you know, she was tweeting, you need to watch it. Um, I know some uh, Forbes articles were saying, hey, uh, it's a harrowing return to form. Uh, that was prior to the episode. Then after the episode, there were a lot of ripping, a lot of Jason Buttrell uh, reviews. On oh, the really? Show. Yeah. Like actual journalists? Were- <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Jason Buttrell reviews on the show. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think it was that bad. It, was, it wasn't the greatest episode, true, but it wasn't the worst, as you say. This was all they could think of, and Chris Hardwick. I, I watched the first ten minutes of the talk show afterwards, and they were, he he said "Children of the Corn." Yeah, like I didn't like. That's the first thing I thought I, of. Everybody, that's Every, the first thing yeah. everyone. I thought was of. like, "This is the all they could think of." This is all they could think of. So I mean, like you've got this entire buildup. You've got this like mysterious scar. And yeah. this is the plot line you could think of. I was so pissed. <laughs> Honestly, the fly- so pissed. I was like, this has got to be a joke. We're being trolled <laughs> We're on being live TV. You know, right now on live TV, we're being trolled. We've got to be. This is, this is stupid. I was like, this is what. Okay, so what's the Max name? I need a name. What's the chick that's running the show now? Um, Angela Kang. Angela Kang. Yeah. I think she's running the show name. into the ground, <laughs> straight into the ground. I need a Everybody thought it would that would be Gimple, and everyone said Angela Kang was doing ten times better than Gimple. When it, yeah, and and pretty much everybody in air quotes thought that Fear was the best show on TV and That's had overtaken. A good point. Like the ever, the everybody in quotes are all collectively stupid. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, they don't. I don't. They're they're actually. I think they're after like a more like they're not even they're not judging the content on how good it can be. I think they're judging the content on just. How how virtue, uh, how virtue signaled, uh, uh, you know, how, how like if we can appease the virtue mob, like how great it is to them, right. and they're you like, said, okay, great, awesome. You, okay, you said this in our group text, how you were, like it was like all women leads, like okay, yeah, we had Michonne and then the her old friend slash enemy Jocelyn, but then we also, of course, and Judith, but we also had Daryl, who was a pretty big Sky character in the flashbacks. Okay, so yeah, like. So, like, James Woods got, like, a lot... There was a lot of backlash that he got for a tweet that he sent, right. which I don't remember off the top of my head. The quote is, uh, now that uh, The Walking Dead has become an all-chick zombie series, you realize they should have spent whatever it took to keep Andrew Lincoln. Hashtag estrogen fest. Okay, so in so I would never word it like that. And I don't... I, I've, been, I've been worried about how to phrase this um, and not sound bad. But when... So I have no problems whatsoever with strong female leads. I do not either. At all. I, either. I, I, I mean, look either. at Carol. Exactly. Perfect example, Carol. I, I've got no problem with it whatsoever, but it really is to the point, I have a problem when it's like they're really trying to make a political statement, and it's obvious that they're trying to shove it in your face, right? And when it's in every single show, and if you have a strong male lead, it's almost like you are instantly branded a misogynist or... You know, it's all about white privilege. You've right. got to make a even, political statement. Even in post-apocalypse, the, uh, the it's just males who run the show. Right. Yeah, I, that's where it would be. I don't. I, that's just now. I'm getting that feeling, and like I, I don't know. It's like every male character in this show has has been has really been 
you know, delegated to a back burner. Even the king for crying out loud. Well, yeah, always, that's true. He well, doesn't the, even make a he doesn't even make a decision unless he's like, oh, Carol, uh, what do you? You know, I'm like, <laughs> well, shut okay, up. time out. This well, is the guy that used to be like quoting Henry V right, or, right, or whatever. Right. Like, well, here's the thing. But also, now he doesn't do that anymore. He's like, what's the queen say? Uh, well, well, here's the thing. Shut he up. Is, well, he it's not like he's made he made the it's not like he just gave the title of queen to anyone. He gave it to Carol. There is a difference. Still though, sure. No, still though, I, no, no question. No, no question. And, and I'm but like, still. I, I make a maybe. I make a. I, I would make a, an exception because it is Carol, but it doesn't fit his character. Is as my is what's my issue is with it. Like we will accept right. it more because it's Carol, but it doesn't fit who the character actually is. Right. To do this. Right. This doesn't. And it would fit. It would fit better for him to be the king and for Carol to push back some. Really, unless you're going with what you said, in it, where they're forcing the female lead down her throats. Right. Yeah. I mean, Judith was pretty good in this episode. There was a male character that was set up to take over uh, Hilltop, but even he was killed off. Yeah. And Tara takes over. Like, what? Like, where did that come from? Right. Like, Automatic- automatically, Tara takes Just takes automatically, over. boom, you're in. I was like, okay. Uh, and by the way, the male character that was set to take over uh, Hilltop was gay. So they, they not it wasn't just a man. Wow. I'm just saying. I'm just saying they, oh they continue to oh, push just, everything just, down there. there. You just yes. the look on, for all those listening, the look on Jason's face, you just looked like he had an epiphany. No, I mean, really. They, I mean they, they it's it's not it's never ending right, with right. AMC. We've talked about that before on this show. And I you look. Okay, what do other- I give do I care? About of the leader being gay? No. Do I care about the leader being a female? No. Do I care about the leader being a male? No. I want someone to be a strong leader. Right. But 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 now and I know I would not care unless it's being forcibly shoved down our throats. Right. That that is my biggest issue. So now I'm like, with the, with this storyline yesterday or last night, I'm like, are you purposely just are you are you staying away from? I don't know. I'm like, I'm, I'm wondering if they're not even consulting Kirkman on, on the plot lines anymore. I think they Ooh. might because the well, for one thing, uh, like he in, wouldn't come up with this in the in it's, the comics. I'll just say this in the comics: the uh, Ezekiel is actually was with Carol instead of no, no, not with Carol was with Michonne, right? Because Carol died back in the prison in the comics, right? Well, we've changed, right? I know, but after Ezekiel died in the comics, Michonne took over the kingdom. And okay. Maggie's still in charge of Hilltop, I, okay, at this time in the comics, as well as, of course, Rick in, in Alexandria, but he's not hes not here anymore. Well, that's the, that's the problem, and we've talked a lot about that, too, is the differences between, uh, you know, the comic books and uh, the TV, because we're, we're altered so much now that uh, the timelines are as close as we're probably going to get, but as far as people, no. I mean, the people is all thrown off because of contractual agreements, people dying off, the thoughts of of uh, what happens to characters, and what throws the entire thing off is Daryl's not even in the comics, right? So that's that's a you know that's a wrench in the in the mix already. Yeah. But okay, so that that having been said, I do kind of I'm with you on. It does seem like we did an awful lot to think how horrible this D-section was. And to me, with everything that 
Michonne and Daryl have been through, this was not that bad. Well, has Michonne it ever just had... wasn't that bad? Tell me. What well, do you mean that Mich- bad? Oh, oh uh, you mean you know, oh to be that uh, traumatic? Uh, 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 yes, right, right, yes. Because well, okay, so they they has got Michonne ever had to kill kids before? Well, it doesn't matter. Well, actually, if you think about it, one, but the, the kid she killed, the one that the one the, the crazy kid whose mom was getting with Rick at Alexandria, but oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But my point is, is that uh, the. Uh, Okay, so I'll give you maybe the kid thing, but I just found it miraculous how just uh, it was uh, her and Daryl are separated. Daryl doesn't even show up. When she's starting to fight these kids, I asked out loud in my living room, where's Daryl? And then he shows up at the end Yeah, when it's all over. Well, he did say he no. was going to scope out the place. I know, but well, it just... They, we should listen. Like Some of our past, when we were talking about this, we were like, oh my gosh, what happened? And then, like, I think, Max, you were saying you thought it was like a coup inside Alexandria. Yeah. That, yeah. Th- I would have been fully on board with that storyline. Would have been great. Right. And because of that, you know, because that happened, Michonne had to take a much harder, you know, more, yes. you know, uh, you know, empirical role on, you know, this uh, this community. I get that. For, That's good. for security, right? So that's why security came up. She's like, now I'm just fully taking charge. Right. Screw it. You know, like, yeah, okay, that would have been great. Um, but no, we get Children of the Corn that sneak in. <laughs> and what, okay, I mean, what, what was your opinion on Jocelyn? Jocelyn, Jocelyn. Uh, oh, uh, her friend? Yes. Oh, well, that's she's the leader of the Children of the Corn, and she just shows up. It's just weird. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't... I, I'll, I'll never understand these like these storylines where like even 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 members of the Whisperer group that they see these thing, these communities that they thought didn't exist and they don't instantly want to become a part of it. You know, when you're it, living out right. in nature, well, except like, that's it always, seems like the obvious. Hey, look how awesome stuff even, is here. But that's, right. what Kirk, that's what Kirkman wrote, though. That is what he wrote. That that is something Kirkman did write in the comics where for the Whispers. Yeah, yes. I, I don't deny it. I'm, I'm just saying I just don't get it. And I right, uh, if you were if you were out struggling uh, as uh, What's her name? Jocelyn? Yeah. Uh, if you were out struggling and you ran into your supposed good friend and you had these children that you've been struggling with and you see Alexandria, no. you instantly want to go back to the trailer pulled by horses? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. And scamming no, baby. people for food? No, would, baby. Not to get political on this, but uh, it was funny when they were talking about this with the... But. Who was, but I'm going to, but the, uh, when Chris Hardwick was talking to the, who was he talking to? He was talking to the super fan chick and he was talking to and the, one of the producers I and one of the producers yeah. and the producer lady was like, she's like, yeah, you know, like children, you know, they're, they're easily, you can manipulate them. It's easier to get them to do what you want them to do. So it makes sense. And by the way, you know, we should totally uh, lower the voting age to 16. I'm like, Did this is exactly, no, she didn't say totally, she didn't say that. But that's what I was thinking okay, in my head. because I didn't hear that. I was, I was like, going to say, oh my I missed God. that. Like, did she, she actually that. say something was, like that? Like, literally. Well, but she's, s- talking about, she's talking about easily to manipulate kids. And at the same token, we want to lower the voting age. Yeah, yeah. and the congresswoman from your state is trying to do yeah. that. You, I'm sure you voted for her. Oh, and now yeah. you're, like, explaining why it's dangerous, you know? Yes. You, know like, yeah, you, don't see the, you don't see the parallel there you don't at see all? That? Of, yes, they do. Of course at they all. do. Like, they totally see it. That's why they now, want to lower the of voting course, age like, 16. Uh, uh, someone asked what was the deal with, like, why did she have them brand Daryl and uh, Michonne? Now, one thing about that scene— Did we ever know why they branded him? Yeah, yeah. she said mark your kill. Kill what you marked. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And one thing you have to admit was— that, even though you might not have liked the episode, you have to admit, that branding scene was done good. Yeah, I did like the branding scene. 
I did. It was, you know, as far as. I just didn't care. <laughs> I, well, my, my my issue now is every time there's like a they they like capture them or whatever, I compare it to the good old days, yeah. and I was like, I wanted this to turn into some like a scene of, uh, like remember when they got uh, what, what was the community where they got captured by the cannibals? Yeah, yes. uh, terminus, they, terminus, terminus. Um, I I kept wanting to compare it to that. Like remember the scene yes. where they're they putting them in like the slaughter. Yes, uh, and you just room? knew there was. I mean, there was no way that was tense. Well, yeah. all, that was good because you thought like, for sure they were going to go down. Oh god, I I, I thought it was multiple people. Might. Yes, you I knew did that too. the core probably were safe, but I was like, dude. But then we also had, but in that we had more people as well as the fact that Michonne was pregnant in that scene in this scene. So yeah, no, no, I I, I know, but you're right. And one of the other things that uh, I found uh, interesting is that. When we did that, we did that scene, and and how and going back to that, you were tense, and okay, so you were waiting for Daryl and Michonne to get out of that before the branding. Now we knew that they got branded because of the you know where we were at in the time jump with yeah. the with the branding with the D section scar, but uh, you know there when it was all said and done, then they didn't even show us. How Daryl escaped, but Daryl, you knew Daryl did. You know when he was he was when he freed them. You know what I mean? He killed the guy, freed them after it was all said and done. I mean it, that would have been, I don't know, in the old school, it would have been part of the deal, right? The, that would have been the full picture. Yeah, you're right with that. I I don't know. I just okay, what about okay? Let's go on Judith then. What do you guys think of her this episode? Well, I love Judith. She was the only good part of the. Episode I love Judith, me. and she's ready to. You know, we need to. Her and Negan just need to run the joint. She is. She's an amazing little actress. I know. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm fully sold every time she's on camera. And like, if it wasn't for her, like I would have nothing to watch last night. Like literally, I was like, I was literally just looking at my phone the entire episode because it was like so boring to me. And it did make it's you stupid. want Negan more because I mean, you get that little segment of him in jail, and you're like, why are we not using him so much more? You get that really quick, you know, like. Two minutes and then it's over. And it's and so you're great like, he's okay, gone. Go. Come on, okay. Well, we had a whole Good episode gosh. dedicated to. We pretty much had a whole episode dedicated to him a couple episodes ago. So at least we got that fix. He well, I didn't. Even, I don't. Know, I don't know because even still, it was it was intercut. Like yeah, it was. It wasn't. It was just a, f- a few scenes here and there. Literally, the amount of screen time was what twenty minutes, maybe. Maybe of that episode. Maybe. And uh, <laughs> so then, um, all right. So we have. Uh, I, don't know, I just didn't feel like this was as bad as they made it out to be, for some reason. I don't know why. It, I don't know. The, the, maybe it's okay. just maybe. I, I, I maybe gotta I'm mention this. The Jason. This <laughs> I gotta mention this. When you said like hey, you said this in our group chat, I'm expecting Captain Marvel to fly down and because because I, I I was just on this like I was on this like just kind of rage fueled like wow I mean, it really feels like they're they're really doing the social justice like push just, on this show now. And I was like, before it was like there was no, none of that. It was just a zombie flick, yeah. you know, like in well, a TV show. And one I, thing, I loved uh, it. As a comic book fan, like of comics in general, um, the the person I just wanted to say this. Do you know how long Carol Danvers, the person who is Captain Marvel, has been like around? Huh? Like, like the so you said Captain Marvel, right? Like Captain Marvel would fly down. Oh yeah. yeah. It, uh, it's the whole social justice thing. Do you do you know how long actually the character of Captain Marvel her has been around? No, Max. How long how has long her character has been her around? <laughs> Nineteen seventy-seven. 
What's your point, though? I mean, there's well, always been good female uh, uh, superheroes. Exactly. But the way they're portraying it now and the actress that, that, that is fully on board, I think, with what they're trying to do when she said that she didn't want white men at her press conferences really says a lot. And oh, then when they marketed the entire thing realize that. around oh, I'm yeah. with her and then it changed, then they added in the... Uh, Oh, or the hero, or whatever. Between that, between that, and if we're going to talk Captain Marvel, I mean, between that and uh, Samuel Jackson being Samuel Jackson, um, you know, um, that movie has done well, has done great, right? I mean, it's done great all over the world, uh, in the U.S. and globally, and yet uh, they get away with saying the crap that they say. It's just amazing to me, just just amazing to me. I can't believe that that movie did as well as it did. I'm good just, luck. I'm just tired of it. I, me too. I, you know, I'm like, I'm like, there's. You always think that, okay, they're not going to put it in, in sports. Then it hits the NFL. And I'm like, okay, well, come on. Just don't hit Marvel. You know what I mean? Then they start hitting it with Marvel. They sure do. Okay, well, at least they're not going to hit The Walking Dead. That's and a safe bastion where we but, can like... But AMC's been, been doing that for quite some time. I mean, they've been seeping that in as the, as the seasons have gone on for Walking Dead uh, as far as, uh, you know, the... Uh, the faces of the LGBTQIA LMNOP crowd, um, I mean, has been slammed into our faces. And I'm not saying they wouldn't survive at the you know the end of uh, the end of the new world, but uh, it does seem like uh, uh, an overwhelming majority survived. Yeah, I don't want to of a small percentage. I don't know. Just I just I just want to reiterate that I have no problems with uh, you know like. I don't know. I I've got no problem problems with uh with really cool female leads and and characters and Same. and and or any intersectional group you want to say. But now I just feel so forced because the, you think they're sho- it feels like they're shoving it down our throat. And yeah, and they're shoving it, and, and they're trying to change the story almost to 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 cater to it. And then that's maybe that was my biggest issue with this whole Children of the Corn thing. It's like now it's like it's the story is getting warped. And they actually thought that that was a oh that worthy of the Walking Dead story, right. and I'm like, no, it's not. It's that this is not worthy of this show. It shouldn't even be here. You forced it in there to begin with, yeah. And then it was bad. I mean, I don't know. I'm just like, it got me for a second. Really, not for a second. It's got me very worried <laughs> about the future of the show. Well, we have two shows left this season. Oh, before right? we go on to that, we okay. also had a little bit of a mention of Carl when they were standing over his grave. Yeah. Oh, well, so did was that was the C in actual white coral? That's really did they funny. Do it on purpose? I think that's funny. The that coral. You, the coral. <laughs> <laughs> I cracked up at that. That's really funny. I hadn't thought of that. That, that it was it wasn't just painted rock. It was the coral. coral. <laughs> that's so great. Coral. That's really good. If they did that on purpose, then bravo to I that. Know. Yeah, yeah that's no awesome. doubt. <laughs> so we have we have two episodes left: uh, the calm before and the storm. So uh, that means next week is all uh, pre-fair, right? Everybody's at the kingdom, pre-fair, and uh, lovey-dovey, and we've got to do this, and we, but we're concerned about a little bit about what's happening on the outside, and then we'll see the whispers gathering right on the outside, and then that'll be the end. And then the next episode will be the storm. Ugh. The final episode will be the storm. Do you think they'll actually show the uh, they have to heads show, on the pikes? They have to show the heads on the pike. They have to. It would be so AMC to not, you know what I mean? It would because, Just, look, they didn't show the kids getting killed last night. 
Right, that was a big deal. They cut well, they cut away where she well, was. They never killing, really showed where she was. She where she was killing walkers in today's time. Well, I right? well, Not, and then, but the, then we went back to the kids were already dead. Well, I mean, I think they'll show it on camera, but I don't. It would be so AMC to not show it at the season finale and then wait for the reveal at the season premiere next oh, season. Like, right. like, wait, like, like you get a bunch of shocked faces as they look out through, you know, into and the, you see into the field. Lines of heads. And you, yeah, you don't actually right. see. Yeah, it's right. You see the tops of the heads or something, or the backs right. of them or something. And then and the only the only one that you would realize was real was the dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, dog survived the this dog. episode. I know, dog's still barking. <laughs> still going strong. Dog is still barking. I gotta love that. If dog dies, we riot. I want that. Wow, shirt. that is like so like that because that's how the uh, Negan uh, Glenn scene ended. Yeah. right? Yep. like everyone was trying to analyze yes. dark photos to see who was actually in the lineup. Yes. Watch it be some. Where of the, I was walking. Yes. Well, we we was riot, cool. guys. We That's riot. That's exactly what they're going to do too. So we, well, everyone gosh, rioted during the exactly Negan cliffhanger. They, they, everyone do. rioted during the Negan cliffhanger. I mean, that's what Which they're going to do. The, the, the Negan cliffhanger, where the you didn't know hit. who he hit. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what he's talking about. So it, it was. A, it, that, it was cool though. It was a. Everyone was like, "What?" And then you realize that season finale was awesome. But what? The people breaking it down was hilarious because they were like. They were analyzing shadows and like which way he was turned. The first time he said "eeny," it was here that me. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> <It> was, uh, <laughs> so ridiculous. Really funny. So ridiculous. That'd be fun to look at if we don't if if it's like that with the pikes. But that's yeah, very well. Maybe so something. That's exactly that's exactly what they're going. We've just we've just told you what the end of the season. Oh gosh, I no. wish they. Get- so we're gonna have to wait till season ten. To see who who all died. You know what? It's, it's so painfully obvious that the things that we enjoy about this season, like let me say some th- good things, like the some of the gore stuff I really liked with the whispers, like all a lo- most of the, yeah. all the stuff with the whispers I've loved. Yep, that was really good. Yep, the fight scenes, uh, like showing uh, when Beta was all cutting out the mask, uh, when Alpha like did the execution, like that was all real cool. Um, all the stuff that is on the main storyline I've really liked. The uh-huh. problem is when they're when they're trying to figure out how they're going to fix all of the stuff they've added. You know what I mean? Like the like the D section and all that stuff. Right. Or kind of like going around how they're, you know, fleshing up, you know, the change in Carl's storyline, plotline going over right. to Hank. You know, <laughs> right. like oh, we all, got all that stuff is like you're like, what? You know, like or, you know, the Tara's now leading Hilton. Like what? You know, like all this stuff, it just doesn't jive. And mm-hmm. maybe that's my my biggest issue is you know how they're handling how the storyline, working it into the storyline. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just not fitting. And I, and maybe man, maybe that's just it, right? If we go back to what we talked about uh, in prior episodes, uh, budget wise, uh, when you sit down and you start writing stories, when you start having to concern yourself with the budget, is when things start to happen that you don't wouldn't happen if you didn't have to worry about a budget, right? Yeah. You were. If you weren't concerned about making payroll, then you'd think, well, let's do it this way. And, you know, there's very few shows anymore that aren't concerned about a budget. And you and when you watch the new shows on AMC and Amazon and, and uh, Netflix, you know the shows that have a budget and the ones that don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously they all have a budget, but you know the ones that have a budget of spend what you have to to make it right. And the ones that have the, uh, whoa, 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 that's, we only gave you this amount of money, that's all you could spend. Yeah. I mean, you like, see the that, difference. That's what you said about sure. Negan. I think 
about Negan, I think, even though you said, you know, the difference of translating between the comics and TV, um, I think I have two reasons why Negan hasn't shown up other than the fact other than the fact you don't think they can have enough money to pay Jeffrey Dean Morgan this season. Okay. Um, one of them is, like you said, in translation, they have to change some things. In the comics, he shows up less during this part of the comics. Right. So he he shows up more a uh, little after, so he'll probably get a and he'll probably they're probably saving him for season ten. Okay, I hope that's true. I hope that's true too. But at this point, I mean, comic schmomics, you know, to these writers because they've completely just so gone off the rails. You could easily write uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan into the script more. Yes, and you know, even though he was still in prison. Screw it. Take him out. Do something else with him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. anything to have an actual good lead character on right. here. And then, <laughs> then hopefully we'll we'll make that happen. I, I mean, I'm I, like I said earlier, I'm good. The Judith and Negan, are, I'm all for them running the joint. Yeah. No we problem. got a little bit of... See you later, Michonne. Oh, you got to go. You're, you're, not, you're struggling with life. Bye. <laughs> I don't think that... Negan can never be a leader again, though, right? Can he? Uh, not the way he was. Well, definitely not the way he was, but... But you wouldn't be able to have like Daryl still on the show, could you? If he was, I don't think there's no way Daryl. Okay, so let's well, okay, let's think about that for a second. Let's say that uh, let's say that Judith is in charge and Negan is like her right hand man bodyguard. I don't know, man. All right, so uh, like he's not in charge, but he did. I mean, his deal would be uh, she's in charge. We do what she says, and uh, he's just the enforcer. For Judith. And the guy that just kind of whispers, hey, hey do this. Yeah, I think it would be best if we do this. Yeah, oh, no. There's no <laughs> way. Be, come on. That's good. <laughs> That'd be great. The guy that murdered Glenn, your best friend, That'd is be now great. controlling your best friend. Glenn wasn't Judith's daughter. best friend. Glenn wasn't Judith's best friend. Glenn wasn't even around. Glenn hated Judith. No, he hated you. <laughs> Dude. It, it was funny, that though, like how uh, when Michonne was talking to Negan, how she asked if Negan told her the stories of, of what he did to Glenn and Abraham, and then Negan said, yeah, I did. Yeah, he told her, because she needs to know. A couple things uh, uh, A couple things that I noticed uh, inside, inside baseball. Uh, last night, uh, we've talked a little bit in the past how they've uh, set up their commercials during Walking Dead, where it's you know back in 60 seconds, which is a great way to advertise. It, it works. It works well for many shows. It works for many shows on The Blaze as well. I mean, it, it works. You tell people you'll be back in 60 seconds, and you know as well as I do, you wait. I do. Uh, you tell oh, it's only 60 seconds, so you listen to the commercial and you're back in the show. Although last night I saw them set us up with a tease, and then instead of 60 seconds, it's 90. <laughs> it's back at 90, so they added an extra 30. They teased us a little bit of the show, and then uh, back in 90 seconds. So they added that extra 30 seconds in there. That was nice of them. I bet you they're really having a struggle with this because, like, if you if you say back in 60 seconds, you run, like, one or two ads, you can probably charge a lot more. Oh, yeah. You know, if if the numbers, the analytics are saying, yeah, the oh, people more stay. people are staying around they to watch. They stay for that. Absolutely. Right? So those commercials get crazy expensive. You aren't kidding. So then they're getting, like, these, like, all this ad revenue, and they're like, hey, well, let's uh, extend this out. You know what we need to do is seconds. add an extra 30 seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Absolutely, and uh, I also um, was, oh, I also noticed that the show that uh, comes on after uh, Walking Dead, AMC is trying to push uh, their final uh, their final season of into the Badlands. Uh, into the Badlands. They're so, doing it again, uh, by the way. The doing... show that airs after Walking Dead gets pushed back an hour. <laughs> they're so doing pissed. it again. They're doing they're doing Walking Dead into the band Badlands, and then 
uh, be so the mad. show after. Chris Hardwick, uh, I I would I would strike <laughs> because he seemed la- last year when when it finally ended of the the whole hour wait he he even said he was really happy that he was back. Uh, yeah, no kidding because he this is that's crap that they do that to him like that. No kidding. I don't know why I don't why do they have that? Uh, why, I'm not, I don't understand why AMC doesn't release it after the final you know season finale. Like why do they have like two episode? Gap, or I'm um, not gap, but uh, right. over, over, I, don't, I don't know the answer to that, and it's it's strange that they do. Although it uh, could mean that the uh, you know into the Badlands, if you I tried to get into it, and it really it's kind of genre. I know, like very niche. Audience. So never seen it. I might have to watch that. it. So to see. you know, they kind of know that. So it's like, well, sneak it in. It's going to be a time slot hit after Walking Dead, right? It's actually a good show. It's it runs into a lot of the other problems that like it just gets way too over the top the further you get into it, right. and you're like, ah. Right. But the first season was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thanks a lot for listening to Talking Walking Dead. We still have two more episodes left of uh, of Walking Dead, and that means we have at least two more episodes of Talking Walking Dead, and uh, hopefully the our reviews will be a little bit better. But we're not here to lie to you. <laughs> We're here to set the record straight for Walking Dead on Talking Walking Dead. So uh, it releases uh, every Monday. And then, of course, uh, you can subscribe so you get the uh, boop when it uh, uploads to your account. And on Mondays, you're going to get two because you're going to subscribe to uh, Talking Walking Dead, which means you subscribe to uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher, my daily podcast. So on Mondays, you get two. You're welcome. And then uh, Tuesday through Saturday, you get another one. My gosh, I give and I give and I give. <laughs> All you need to do is subscribe. Thanks for listening. See you next week.